This is the Box Gathering Podcast. We take a deeper look into how learning affects boxing development and how our understanding of this as coaches can make a greater impact on performance. Catch up with us at www.theboxgathering.co.uk. The Box Gathering. Connect, share, grow. Hi everyone, yeah, it's Adam Hanover from The Box Gathering. Um, I'm currently stuck in traffic jam um, just outside Eastbourne. It's now Thursday the 29th at 6.40 and I've got to actually be at my club in about 50 minutes but I'm barely moving and I've been there for about an hour over about a mile. So uh, anyway, opportunity knocks. I thought I'd just um, uh, quickly drop in and just uh, have a quick chat about a few things that's been going on in my uh, coaching journey as it were at the moment. Um, so obviously we're all kind of coming back now. I think I'm at the start of our third week now that um, restrictions have been lifted ever so slightly and we can now do pads indoors, we can do sparring, although none of my guys are registered yet and, and have the medical, so we can't do sparring yet. So there's a, obviously a bit of a, a hiccup there. Um, but um, a few things I've been thinking about, I thought it'd be a good time to really kind of um, sit down and kind of empty my brain um, on the on this whiteboard I have at my office at, at Dice in, the, in Greater Brighton Metropolitan College at the Dice Boxing Academy. So I've got this whiteboard and I often just put little things on there, you know, like appointments or, or little things um, in, in terms of planning a session that I need to just remind myself about. But I thought what I do now is, is kind of actually empty my brain out in terms of three areas of, of coaching. Um, and the reason why I do that is, you know, when you have certain things in your mind and you put them to the back of your mind all the time and I'll do that a little bit later um, and I heard a great thing I think I heard it on the high performance podcast actually with um, uh, with Damien and Jake um, I think um, that, that it was called squash the frog and um, it's, it's really amusing so basically when you've got that thing uh, you know you need to do that job and it's the most important thing but you kind of put it to the back of your mind because it's hard and it's going to take a lot of uh, time uh, and effort so you do the little jobs first um, whatever those might be um, and they likened it to having kind of like a frog sat on the uh, on your desk and it's kind of ribbit ribbit in the background it's making noise making noise it's annoying you it's not letting you quite get on with things so they said squash the frog squash it squash it dead on there and get that done so you can start prioritizing um, in fact I know where that came from that came from clubhouse for my, my mate Af his, um, his sister brought it up anyway that's an aside so um I just kind of thought by writing down everything I kind of like have learned recently and know and knowledge that I have in certain areas of coaching, it might help me reorder it in the right way and start prioritizing um, things within my own learning journey that I need to bring to the table for the boxers in front of me. And I've got lots of sort of different hats. So I've got the, the dice boxers, which are boxers from, um, you know, all over the South uh, who don't belong to me. They're, you know, they're other boxers, they're other coaches' boxers, and I, and I work with them. And of course, I've got my club Eastbourne, and then I've got a coach educator's hat for England boxing, um, and then there's uh, England pathway, and all these other bits that, are, that aren't happening at the moment. Um, but I thought, right, okay, three areas. First one is that kind of tacit knowledge, and I've had a good chat with, with um, I've had a good chat with Chris Porter from uh, from England boxing about this. Um, first one was tacit knowledge, so basically what I know about the sport of, of boxing, and I thought, okay, well, how am I going to break all this? How am I going to break all this down? And I thought, okay, what I could do is um, start talking about defences and then break that down into things like trunk defences, hand defences, foot defences, even things like uh, the types of punches, a variety, um, styles of boxers, and start writing it all down and kind of like brainstorming it off. 
in one direction. And um, I found that quite a useful tool and in, in terms of how I actually plan certain areas. And I started thinking about certain boxes that perhaps need to focus on that area, whether it be counter-punching, uh, being more of a box fighter or a bit more aggressive, you know, whatever their position might be. Do they use triggers, feints, draws, all that kind of stuff. So I started to write down all that kind of subject knowledge stuff, and I found it very, very useful. Um, the second part is kind of the ologies. So you think you start thinking things like physiology, psychology, all those kind of things, and all the nutrition, a bit more science-based stuff, which um, have, have massive influence within your teaching practice. So I went off into those and, and started thinking about what, what is my knowledge, my knowledge in psychology and, and kind of come up with subheadings, um, biomechanics, physiology, sociology, psychosocial stuff, and just kind of labeled it all down. And I started seeing a lot of kind of... Um, um, I started cross-referencing it with a lot of the stuff that I'd put down in the tacit, so all the subject knowledge stuff, and think that's that's quite related there. So how can I draw, um, how can I draw some psychology into more of a technical session rather than kind of leaving it a bit dry and alone? You know, start blending it together because it all has um, it all has crossovers, doesn't it? You know, psychology is always an effect. Psychosocial stuff is always affecting. Um, the boxer, whatever that might be, or whoever that might be. So I started drawing all these comparisons across, and it, and it was—it's a hell of a bloody mess, if I'm honest. It looks a mess, but it's not there for me to draw up this beautiful kind of Monet painting. But just kind of tracking things across and understanding what the relationships are a little bit more from a visual perspective. And then the final part was the pedagogy side, so the actual learning side. So how do people learn? Um, you know, how do kids learn? How do adults learn? How do they acquire this information, skill acquisition, all these learning theories, etc. And started thinking a little bit more of the lines of that. And I found that, as you probably know from a lot of the podcasts I do, that's my kind of area that I enjoy the most at the moment. But then as I kind of like spilled my brain out in terms of uh, putting it on the whiteboard, I saw, saw that kind of like flew out into all the ologies. It flew out in all to, the, all to the tacit knowledge. And you saw this massive, massive web of how things were related. And again, it started making me think about the boxers. Where are they? Who the individual's needs are at the moment? Do I need to draw a little bit more of some prehab and rehab stuff in uh, for some of the boxers? Especially that we haven't been out, we haven't been boxing um that much of late so kind of do I need to pull that in for a certain boxer and then how do I actually deliver that information in a way that's going to make it sticky you know and, and they're going to actually get it you know really acquire that information right but then almost like the selling point was we try and deliver it as well through a through a, through the technical and the technical and the, the physical can I bring that all in together so it really kind of showed to me that they're not three separate things they're very much intertwined um, and they can be, and it can look very, very much different for the individual boxer, depending on their skill level, the journey they're at, uh, their competency level. Um, but there's loads of different things. So I'm, I'm writing it down. At the, um, like I said, I've been writing it down. Um, I'm nearly sort of finished in terms of I've run out of room. Um, it probably needs a whole board for each area rather than all three at the time. But it does show me that if you write all three areas down, that there are big relationships between all three, and that we shouldn't teach certain things in isolation because they all affect each other and they all have influence on each other so um what i'll do is i'll take a picture of it and i'll post it as well soon uh but i thought i'd just kind of empty my brain because uh 
Um, yeah, I was driving back. I've gone through that traffic jam now. Uh, but I've almost arrived home. So, yeah, it's um, how much use this podcast to you today is, I'm not quite sure. Maybe it's a bit more of a therapeutic one today just to try and get my brain in order um, as to what I'm delivering, why I'm delivering it, and how it's going to support the boxes that I'm delivering it to. So, useful tool. Maybe try it. Get a piece of A4 paper, A5, A3, whatever it is. Start writing down what you know about certain areas of boxing. Um, and I think it just sparks new... Uh, new horizons, new ideas about what you can do with your guys. So give it a try, guys. Love to hear your feedback. Um, Yeah, thanks very much for listening to my blathering today, and hopefully I'll get to my club in time. Cheers, guys. All the best. Bye-bye. If you liked this podcast, similar content and discussions can be found at the Box Gathering. The Box Gathering is a social initiative born out of the ashes of the first lockdown in March 2020. We provide a platform where coaches, boxers, officials and boxing enthusiasts can join together online to discuss various boxing topics. It's free to join and upgrade options offer unlimited access to all our live gatherings, campfire videos and coaching resources. Join today at www.theboxgathering.com dot co dot uk